What a night for Joe Ryan and the Minnesota Twins. They've won six in a row. Let's talk all about it on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 27th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. Again, this is Nash Walker. been writing at Twins Daily for over two years. been hosting this podcast for over two years. Season number four at Twins Daily. Season number three on the podcast. And man, the Twins are playing good baseball. Wouldn't have said it last night. They got lucky in the ninth, but kept themselves in that game. I apologize. Did not have a post game by myself last night. We had a postcast, but I had some technical difficulties with my mic. I got a new mic. Let me know. I hope it sounds great. Last night, I went out in the middle of that episode. So if you watched that and you were confused, I'm sorry. We're back tonight. This team's hot. I mean, six in a row. I would say they probably won four of those and were handed one and a half of them, if not two. But that's what that's what teams do, right? When you get on a run, you need the ball to bounce in your favor. You need some crazy things to happen sometimes to go on a winning streak in baseball, especially because it's just so hard to win game after game after game every night. And the Twins have won six in a row. And this team's just gelling right now. I think they're gelling. It's much easier to say that they're fitting in well with each other when they're winning. But it's cyclical, right? The team's winning. The team looks like they are getting along. We're hearing that the clubhouse energy is is great. And the, the results are there. So it all matches up. If the team was losing and losing, losing six in a row, and you hear that the clubhouse is in great spirits and everybody's you know doing great, it's like, what? Or if they've won six in a row and you hear that the clubhouse is a mess, that might foreshadow trouble on the horizon. But those things are in line. You're hearing that this clubhouse has a different energy, that this team is different this year, that they're all working toward the same goal, but as a collective group. And I think you saw that tonight, the Twins offense. And we'll talk about Joe Ryan, man. Joe Ryan set the tone in this game in, in the biggest way possible. Seven scoreless innings, one hit, one walk, nine strikeouts, no earned runs against a Detroit Tigers lineup that I think could be difficult to handle at times this year. And right now they're struggling, but they battle. And they put together good at-bats. And Joe Ryan just made them look ridiculous tonight. Just dominant. Joe Ryan was awesome. This offense, the, I tweeted this out and then I deleted it because I didn't like the wording of the tweet. But I tweeted that the Twins' offense will go as far as Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, and Jorge Polanco takes it. And what I mean by that is the upside of this group relies on Byron Buxton playing a full season. It relies on... Carlos Correa being Carlos Correa. It relies on Jorge Polanco not repeating, but mimicking what he did last year for the most part at the plate. That's where the upside lies because those are the three best hitters in the lineup. Luis Arise is, of course, number four and could be argued he's maybe even number one right now or number two because of what he brings in the spark plug he is. But an upside run-producing perspective, those three, Polo, Buck, and Correa, will dictate the upside of this offense. What's great to see, though, is even when Buxton's 0 for 4, even when Correa's struggling as mightily as he is, even when Jorge Polanco's not even doing it at the point like we saw last year, 
This offense still found a way to score five runs. Max Kepler hits two homers. Ryan Jeffers hits a homer. He doubles. Trevor Larnick hits two doubles. That's been the biggest concern for me. It hasn't been the struggles of Correa or Polanco or the sometimes, I mean, Buxton's been incredible, but sometimes he has poor games. I'm not worried about those three. I was more worried about the bottom of this lineup. Like, is Ryan Jeffers going to hit this year? Is Trevor Larnick going to be an asset for them? Is he going to need to be sent back down to St. Paul? Those questions weren't answered tonight. We will not have an answer to those questions until much later in this summer. It's nice to see them tonight, though. Put runs on the board, even when Correa's not hitting, even when Buxton's struggling to get hits on a certain night, even when Jorge Polanco's going through what he's going through right now, the same stretch he went through at the beginning of last year. They still found a way to score. This is the, the absolute theme for me in the early going. Your offense is struggling. A lot of offenses are struggling. It's okay. It's okay that Carlos Correa is struggling. He had a late spring. He's going to be okay. Carlos Correa is going to be okay. But even when your offense struggles, good teams, playoff teams, will find a way to win games despite that. They'll find a way to pitch well. They'll make plays in the field. And I think what we've seen in this six-game stretch is, yes, some great offensive performance. I would call tonight a very, very good offensive performance from the Twins to hit three home runs. Kepler gets on the board twice. They take an early lead. They never look back. They build on it late. Very good offensive performance. They've had some of those. They've also had games like last night where they didn't really hit and still won. They had that one nothing win in game three in Kansas City where Joe Ryan was fabulous and the bullpen locked it down. They still won. They had that game with the White Sox handed to them where they didn't score very many runs at all on their own. They still won. Find ways to win those games anyway. And I think that's what we're seeing. And then if you find a way to win those games, and then your offense shows up for a day, that's another win. And then you pitch very well. That's another win. And they stack. And that's that's it right now. Six in a row. These wins are stacking. The Twins started four and eight. I thought they were boring. I thought they were flat. I didn't think they looked good at all. And since then, they've won six in a row. And they're 10 and eight. And um, it's just really great to see. Let's give Joe Ryan his due. Questions about Rookie of the Year on April 27th. Questions about the Cy Young. Joe Ryan's fantastic. He deserves it all. Let's talk about it after this word from Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is tremendous. What is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Our This partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because it's good for you. It's so healthy. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Athletic Greens is great. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Joe Ryan, that fastball is terrific. But what he's done so far this year, I thought his changeup was his best pitch tonight, actually. 
I mean, his fastball is his best pitch, but I thought his changeup was the difference maker tonight in this game. When you look at this Tigers lineup, the reason that it scares me a little bit, especially at the top, is because it's it's dynamic. You have Robbie Grossman who's going to draw a ton of walks. He's a 2020 guy, you know, or I'm sorry, like 20 home run, 350 on base. He he can get on base and he can hit homers. I think he can steal a couple bags too, uh, Mr. Robbie, former twin. You have him. He's a switch hitter at the top. Austin Meadows is a sneaky late addition for them who can hit right-handed pitching. He's one of the best against right-handed pitching in the American League the last handful of years. Then you have Javier Baez who can take control of a game like he did last night. Jamer Candelario was very good last year. Miguel Cabrera still going to drive in some runs. You have the number one pick from 2020 and Spencer Torkelson who crushed through the upper minors. That's why it's a little scary. And that's why Joe Ryan's changeup was the difference maker tonight. Against those lefties who, don't get me wrong, are struggling. Austin Meadows is not, though. He came into this game with a strong line. He's had some blue pits this year. Against those lefties, establishing the changeup, that thing was darting away on the outer half to lefties, and they were waving, and then what it does is it opens up the fastball up and in because they're looking out for the changeup, and then you blow them away with that fastball. That just is on a ramp. I always say that. Think of a ramp and Joe Ryan's fastball just flying up on that ramp like a skateboard. It's, it's incredible to watch. He's so fun to watch. I know Dick Brammer said that tonight, and I thought – He's so right. Like Joe Ryan is just so fun to watch. He throws strikes and a trend we've seen with this entire rotation, which leads the American League in ERA, this starting rotation. Everybody throws strikes. Do you notice that? Chris Archer's the one who his command can get away from him a little bit, but everybody's throwing strikes in that rotation. And that's such a better viewing experience than an erratic staff. There's give and take there. Sometimes you need to give away some of the control to take some of the stuff. Maybe that's the case with Archer. His slider's still 89-90 and sharp and tough. You, you get that slider, you give away a little bit of the command some days. There's give and take. I think this, this rotation has had a really nice balance thus far, and, and Joe Ryan has been terrific. And they're doing it without Sonny Gray, who I picked as their preseason Cy Young. I thought he would he would win the Twin Cy Young Award uh, for the season, the pitcher of the year. I thought Sonny Gray would win that. He still could. They're doing it without him. And when he comes back, I think this rotation will stabilize even more. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what we've seen so far. I'm excited about how the American League Central looks. I'm not impressed with anybody in this division. I know Cleveland got off to a good start. They're not anymore. Chicago is Chicago. They're going to be tough, but I haven't been impressed with them. I don't know how you could be. They're 7-10 and 10 and lost eight game, or seven games in a row. Like I'm not impressed with them. Detroit. I think they need another year. I think they need another year to let their young pitching develop. I just don't see it with them. So I'm hopeful that this division is not going to be a gauntlet, and it never is. It never really is. But it's it's got to be encouraging what we've seen so far, what we've seen over the last six games for the Twins. Scoring without those three, the division just scuffling along. The Twins are the only team with a winning record at 10-8. and eight. They're in first place. The rotation doing it without Sonny Gray. The team is gelling. They started four and eight. They're now 10 and eight. All great signs. I mean, they're all great signs. And I, I think there's reason to be optimistic about this Twins team, which makes me smile because I thought there was a chance not even a week ago that they were just going to implode. They were going to start four and 12 and the season was going to be over. If nothing else, I'm just grateful that this season is not over right now because it sure as hell felt like it a year ago right now, didn't it? That the season was over and that they were just, it was not going to happen for them in 2021. And you're looking ahead to the whole summer. I think twins fans can sit here now 
and look ahead to the summer. And this could all change in a week again. Like they could lose six in a row. And all of a sudden I'm sitting here saying, oh no, oh no. Things change in a hurry, but it's a long season. I think I'm comfortable in saying that you can sit here as a Twins fan. I can sit here and say, I'm going to be entertained watching this team this summer. I think there's a chance this team could be good. And I think there's a chance that this team could surprise a lot of people. I was hoping that would be the case on opening day. It's now April 27th, 20 days later, and 19 days later. And I am saying it. I think there's a chance this team could be good. I think there's a, a real good chance it's at least entertaining. We've seen some young pitchers really come through. And I do want to talk about the bullpen a little bit because I think the one area that has the chance to explode and really hurt the team in the next couple of weeks is that bullpen. So let's talk about it after this word from Built Bar. Summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Going to the Twins game, bring a Built Bar. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you're fueled for summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. That means with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. I know it's crazy. Go to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. The Twins bullpen, it's helped. They haven't had to use Yoan Duran too much. I mean, that's by design, but it's also because they've won games without him, right? Uh, I think Yoan Duran is the Twins' best reliever. I think he's their highest upside reliever. And when I say I think he's their best reliever, I feel the most comfortable with him coming into a game when they need three outs and he's young and he's inexperienced, but I'm so confident in his stuff. I'm so confident in what we've seen and the ERA is not great. It's not, the results haven't been outstanding. It's not like he's striking out everybody he's seeing, but I just, I love his stuff. He's averaging the, the heart. He was averaging per yesterday, the hardest forcing fastball in, in the major leagues among qualified pitchers. I just think he's, he's going to be great out of the twins bullpen. And I think there could be some growing pains, but Right now, he's their best reliever. And part of that is they traded their closer. It would be Taylor Rogers if he was still on this team. I think the bullpen, as it has been to this point, is the weakest part of the team. I think the offense is going to play. I think the pitching staff, the starting staff is going to play. I think the bullpen is the biggest question mark. And guys are going to need to step up, especially without Jorge Alcala. So what I was operating on with this bullpen, and this was before the Rogers trade, so I'm talking about the Twins bullpen in our preseason preview, and I'm looking and saying, they got, you know, Taylor Rogers, Yohan Ron's going to play into this bullpen. Jorge Alcala was great in the second half last year. I think he can emerge as a true right-handed, late-inning setup man for them. Tyler Duffy, the ERA was solid last year. I know the, the metrics weren't great, but, you know, coming into the year, he could be a seventh-inning guy. They got other guys coming. I was hopeful this bullpen could be good. And Joe Smith, who's been outstanding so far for them. Then they traded Rodgers, and now Jorge Alcala's hurt. So it feels like they're at least one arm short in the bullpen, which means, A, guys are going to need to step up, and B, they're going to need to make the right decisions. And I think there have been some questionable decisions so far this year. The team's 10-8, and eight, so you know they've lost games they, they should have won, and maybe if they made a different decision, those games would have gone differently. Sometimes the process was flawed. Sometimes just the result was flawed and the process was sound. Someone's going to need to step into this role, into the Jorge Alcala seventh, eighth inning role. And I think Griffin Jacks can be that guy. 
Griffin Jacks yesterday, and I said this in my recording that ended up couldn't hear the audio. Griffin Jacks yesterday, I think it was his best performance we've seen out of the bullpen. It might have been the best inning we've seen him throw for the Twins. And I know he started a bunch of games last year and was good the first time through the order in many of those starts, which is part of why the Twins moved him to the bullpen. But you're looking at a guy now with a fastball reaching 95, 96 out of the pen. A slider that's up to 86 was already an elite pitch. Now he's sharper. He's throwing it more often because he's only seeing guys once, if that. And he's got a changeup, too, that worked really well last last night to lefties. I think he got Robbie Grossman swinging there in the eighth inning or the top of the ninth, I should say, on a nasty changeup. They're going to spot him against mostly righties, but he's going to have to get lefties out here and there, especially if he's the longish reliever. I think the bullpen right now is Griffin Jacks is your low leverage long reliever. Josh Winder is your higher leverage long reliever. He's the guy you bring in if you are still in a game and you want to keep it close like the Twins were in Buxton's walk-off winner game Sunday. Josh Winder pitched in that game because it was close and he kept them close. They ended up winning. With Griffin Jacks, it's more, okay, we're behind. Let's bring in Jacks. He'll get it done, hopefully. But I think what he could become is a late inning, you know, one inning at a time, right-handed reliever for them against mostly right-handed hitters. But someone's going to need to step into that role. Maybe it's Tyler Duffy proving that his early season struggles are not to stay. Maybe it's Emilio Pagan becoming more reliant. But even if it is those guys, they're already relying on them. They weren't really relying on Jax. I think it's going to be have, have to be somebody who they haven't been relying on to this point who's going to have to step in and fill an important role in the bullpen because they're missing Alcala, who I thought would fill that role. And he still could later this year, but it's not going to be for a while. So they need somebody to step in. There's no caution on the bullpen or no alarm sounding, but I think it could be the one part of the team that cost them the most wins this year. Great win for the Twins. Just wire to wire their game all the way through. Joe Ryan's game, seven scoreless, one hit, one walk, nine Ks. I think he's a lock or at least a close to a lock for American League Rookie of the Month. Just tremendous stuff from Joe Ryan. Hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Follow me on Twitter at AshWalker9. Follow the show at Lockdown Twins. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening. Leave a comment, like, subscribe. If you like the channel, let me know. I'm always uh, I always enjoy hearing from you. So thank you so much and go Twins.